1: Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Casino and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are back live across Michigan, hour number three on a Tuesday, being presented by the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. I'll be up there Thursday, live broadcast. Then I'll be hosting the Facebook Live NBA Draft Preview Show with Tim McCormick, Greg Kelser, Mo Pete, former Spartan NBA player, and Herman Moore. We'll be on stage. We'll have the DJ, food and drink specials, betting specials, and more happening starting at 6 p.m. inside the Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub at Soarin' Eagle Live Sports Betting, Michigan's go-to live sports betting location, Ascend, inside Soarin' Eagle. So join us on Thursday night. It's open to the public in a moment. Greg Kelser, Special K, does the Pistons broadcast on Valley Sports Detroit King George Blaha, Mo Pete. End of the hour. Our friends from Van Andel Institute and the Purple Community talk about the Grand Rapids Marathon and the Honolulu Marathon that they're a part of. Don Kern, Eric Zane's good friend, and Lynae Satterly will join us. End the hour with a five to eight minute interview, probably closer to nine. Talking about the Grand Rapids Marathon and the Honolulu Marathon and all the great things the Purple Community is a part of and their connection to the Van Andel Institute. On the Medical Mile in Grand Rapids, I think Dave and Carol Van Andel will join us in studio tomorrow at the end of the broadcast. I did throw out our Bush Light huge question of the day. Now you can answer... With me hosting that NBA draft party at Soarin' Eagle, five celebrities on stage Tim McCormick, Greg Kelser, Mo Pete, Herman Moore, and myself I'm fine with classifying myself as the fifth rated celebrity in that group. How would you rate the other four? You can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan. Also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. And speaking of text, how would you like to win a Labatt Blue Michigan Golf Getaway? Two nights lodging, thirty-six holes of golf for you and three friends at either the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of Grand Rapids, the Agaming Golf Resort between Elk Rapids and Charlevoix in northern Michigan, or the Dumaglass Golf Resort with lodging and eighteen incredible holes. It's tough, but it's beautiful at Dumaglass between Boyne City and Charlevoix. All you have to do is text golf G O L F to two one zero zero zero. That is golf to twenty one thousand, and you'll be entered in all three drawings this summer. First one's coming up in a little over a week for the Telemore getaway. Two night stay, you and three friends with thirty six holes of golf. It's a bat blue Michigan golf getaway. Text golf to two one zero zero zero, and you'll be in all three drawings. Some good stuff. Labatt Blue, Michigan Golf Getaway. I love all three places. Telling more, Matt Golden, CEO, does a great job. Mike Brown and the crew at Agaming and the Pung family with Dumaglass between Boyne City and Charlevoix. I think the highest point in Charlevoix County, some of those holes, you see Beaver Island. I want to produce a TV show called Beaver Island. I'm in early script writing with Netflix on Beaver Island. You ever take the Beaver Island Ferry from Charlevoix out to Beaver Island? Beautiful. And when you're at Dumbaglass, you can stand on, I think, about four or five different times. You see the lake. When the winds are blowing, you can almost smell Beaver Island in the distance. You can see the beauty of Charlevoix. The big boats, the billionaires with boats. They don't need the Beaver Island ferry. They take the billion dollar boat out to the Beaver Island docks. Someone told me they have a golf course on Beaver Island. I did not know that. I don't know if it's true. It's a great place up there in Charlevoix. They can kind of go to Dumberglass, wrap around right down. To, I guess, 31 towards Elk Rapids, you'll see Ogaming. And then Tullymore is just an hour north of GR. Superfly and his dad Hammer and Hank Hayes and his brother-in-law Andy. He's going to get back on the horse. And Tullymore, it was interesting, Superfly. I threw out that huge question of the day, the highest golf score ever. Yesterday, it's stunning. The honesty... From the audience, when I ask people the highest score you've ever seen on a golf card in your foursome, not necessarily your score, it could have been somebody else uh, in your foursome, it's scary. I mean, I'm talking about like how the high scores that golfers have ever had in their lives. Shocking. I'm looking at the text chain from the question of the day yesterday. I just had to find it. 177. 18 holes. A little under 10 shots a hole. 10 shots a hole. David Mitchell said he saw 124. Scott, YCSM, Shot hundred and thirty six at the bear in Traverse City when it was new. <laughs> uh Zachary Johnston shot a hundred and forty two. Eighteen holes. <laughs> How about this? This is the good one. From Ron Hart. 183 is what it added up to, but it was worse than that. In in a high school tournament, we were ranked number three in the state, and some school we never heard of showed up with five kids and were lucky enough to be paired with us. None of them broke 130. <laughs> Took forever. I will never forget the kid in our group got a legit 21 on the first hole. (laughs) And we just wrote down whatever he told us after that. (laughs) 21 on the first hole. Uh, Roger Paddock said stop counting, but it had to be eight snowmen times 18. Mm, That's a big number, isn't it? Tina Stevens Miller said she shot 145. Fred Bud Smith, 152. This is for 18 holes. I appreciate the honesty from the audience. James McManus, I've approached 120 on many occasions. <laughs> Jim Ethorn, 117. Mine was 106 at Carnoustie in 50 degree rain and 25 mile per hour winds. That was 24 hours after shooting an 83 at St. Andrews with an 8 on the road hole. Oh, yeah, thanks a lot. That is awesome that the audience would jump in like that. We'll talk to Greg Kelser coming up. Also, Mo Pete uh, will check in. You want to join us? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. On the Mercantile Listener Line, add a HUGE Show on Twitter, The Huge Show. Um, Facebook also opt in. On that huge text chain, text the word huge to 21,000. You can text us anytime you want to. Greg Kelser and Mo P. Next segment, talking about Thursday night at Soaring Eagle. From St. Joseph to Midland,
2: this show is huge. In the 10! Hey sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. The Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan, must be 21 years or older, and in Michigan to play. I have talked in the past about the importance of winning games within the division. Arguably, winning games against the Central Division has been the key to the Tigers' competitive so far. Detroit has won five of their first six series against the AL Central, save the one-series sweep in Chicago earlier. Wins against Kansas City and Minnesota would go a long way to staying in the race in the division. And yes, we all know how weak the division is, but I never understood why that mattered. Did we make that excuse when the Packers were ruling the NFC North or the Patriots winning the AFC East on a regular basis? No. You win the games in front of you, and the Tigers need to take advantage to make sure this is an even more interesting summer than we thought.
1: Bill Simonson here with a message from my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's the new managing shareholder for Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Dorn Mayhew, and they'll be stronger together as one of America's top accounting and business firms. And speaking of business, if you're a business owner, decision maker, Bean Garter has retirement planning services in combination with Dorn Mayhew that can help take a lot of work off of your plate. Third-party administrator for 401K and 403B plans. They plan, document, design, and have maintenance of all plans. They can help you today. Go to BeanGarter.com for more information. Annual employer reporting, Form five hundred and eighty nine fifty five preparation and filing, and compliance testing. So let BeanGarter help you with your retirement planning services for your company. Stronger together now with Dorn Mayhew. You can find out more at BeanGarter.com. That is B E E N E G A R T.
2: Imagine this Winning big at Soaring Eagle.
1: Roll on Fridays to win a share of over
3: $8,000 in premium play. Each week in June from 7 to 11 p.m., three lucky players every hour roll the dice for prizes. The rolling champion each
1: night wins $1,000 premium play. Roll on Fridays only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. We are back live across Michigan, Thursday broadcast on the only show willing to tell it like it is. We're all about huge opinions. Big name guest, Superfly Hayes, is our executive producer. Bushlight, huge question of the day. Thursday night for the NBA draft watch party at the Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub inside the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort of Mount Pleasant. Tim McCormick, Greg Kelser, Morris Peterson, Herman Moore, and myself. I'm Celebrity 5. How do you rank the other four celebrities? You can answer that question on the Mercantile Bank listener line. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. I also want to give a shout-out to the high school baseball and softball players in West Michigan. Uh, Tonight, it's the John Boss All-Star Games with the best high school baseball players from West Michigan and softball players from West Michigan all playing in the annual All-Star Showcase presented by the Grand Rapids Community College Baseball Program that will take place at Davenport University just south of GR tonight. I think they just started up girls softball, boys baseball, the best in West Michigan tonight at Davenport University, just south of GR. Let's go talk about the NBA. Scoop Jackson from ESPN is standing by here on the HUGE Show across Michigan. Welcome back, my friend. What's up, my friend? How are you doing, man? Good. Uh, we'll get to the draft and the Beal deal in a moment, but I know you and I, a couple weeks ago, uh, we're talking about the future of Draymond Green. So he opts out, declines the Warriors option, enters unrestricted uh, free agency. Where do you think he's going to end up? What's the best spot for
0: Draymond? Uh, I think you and I had a couple of weeks ago, you know, was probably, probably the second best landing spot for him if he left somewhere. Um, well, second best landing spot if he didn't, Leave Golden State. If he did leave Golden State, I would say I'm, I'm with, maybe the second because it depends on what type of team he goes to. I still like Detroit. I still like what he could do there. He could be great for the building blocks. but I still think that's the second best landing spot. Period across the board. First landing spot I think is where he's going to wind up being, and that's in Golden State. I, I really don't, uh, you know, listening to Mike Dunleavy Jr.'s, you know, comments, um, listening to, you know, just the feel. Coming from Draymond's camp, I just think that he, he really wants to stay there, but he also, as athletes should do, and anybody who is interested in a free market system, find out what your value is. You know, and use that as a negotiating tool if you can uh, to get the team to you know, double down on what they got to know what your value is to them. But it's also important, I think, for kids to understand what the marketplace feels your value is. And I think that's what Draymond's doing right now.
1: I said it at the top of today's show and talked about it yesterday, Scoop that if the Pistons really want to grab him away from Golden State, and I agree with you, I, I really think coming back home, the Michigan State, the Saginaw-Michigan connection, he'd be a rock star in this state, he has his rings, uh, would be about if the Pistons overpaid him. And I look at Monty Williams, they overpaid because they needed credibility with a head coach and a guy who's a proven winner. And I have no issue with the Pistons overpaying for Draymond Green.
0: I don't either, and and I agree with you because one, you have to spend the money, and the first step that Detroit made as an organization to show that they're serious by locking in Monty Green to a deal that um, you know is unprecedented for a head coaching position in this day and age. Now the problem is, you and I had this conversation. Well, this goes beyond money; like it's more of a matter of. A relationship and what type of relationship is going to be able to exist or sustain itself between Monty Williams and Draymond Green over the course of one two three seasons now even over the course of their contract Just over the course of one two three seasons how that's going to roll we do not know that we know from the outside I know Monty a little bit know Draymond more but we know just from the outside looking in that they are two different personalities. Is that fair to say? Yes. Okay. Now, here's the deal. One literally is coming in with a championship pedigree. And on a championship team, you already know you can't tell Draymond anything. Now, on a team that already has wings. you know, there's not even issues. You can see the way he interacts with his teammates, with his coaching staff, with the organization. Draymond is very, very comfortable in what he believes and how he moves inside an organization where he shares rings with individuals. How do you think that's going to play out with the team where there are no rings and a head coach is looking to get one for the first time?
1: I think the only way it plays out, Scoop and Scoop Jackson, ESPN, com, NBA Insider, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line here on the HUGE show across Michigan. I think the only way he ever comes to Detroit where he knows he wants this to be his final spot, that you get those roots, that it would be the only place he could really leave Golden State and even have guys like Clay and Steph in the front office understand that he wanted to go back home. Yeah, the Pistons... Uh, could be overpaying for him, but they would understand if Draymond wanted to go back to Michigan.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I think they all understand it because they understand the game. And they would hate to you know, have this situation break up on them. Um, but my thing is bigger than their understanding. It's how long would that dynamic between Monty Williams and Draymond last because of the personality situation, I know he could come in and say these rookies need this that, and that and the other. But midway through the season, Draymond may get set up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And 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 what happens when he's like, "Look, I'm the one with rings here. Everybody needs to listen to me because I'm the one that's bringing the pedigree to this organization." And he's not going to sit up there publicly and say he's more valuable than Monty Williams, but he's like. You all need to listen to me and follow my lead because you brought me here for this reason. And I'm not saying that Monty's going to lose control of that situation because I don't know if Draymond puts it that far, but how long, if that dynamic plays itself out, is it going to last? How long is Monty going to put up with it? How long is Draymond going to fight it? And I'm saying this because the flashback he keeps coming in my head huge is Jimmy Butler when he went to Minnesota. And how he had the young team there. And Tom Thibodeau, outside of everybody else from Chicago Bulls, he bought over there, he made a deal to get Jimmy Butler to come over there with him to basically be the vet in the room and teach these young guys how to play. And he only had to do it for two years. And this is his former coach who had a great relationship with. Him. Like that's his guy. He was brought over to Minnesota to get them over the hump, to teach them how to do it from a player's perspective, to be the secondary voice of the coach. That lasted. It really didn't last a full season. And you see Jimmy Butler went nuclear on those, and then it tie all, even on his guy Thibodeau and left Thibodeau stranded after a year when it was really supposed to be a two-year deal. That's the reason I bring this up for Draymond. Because I keep going back to, okay, if you bring Jaymon to Detroit under the same circumstances of being the vet guy, being the one that's going to make the young players listen to him because he's a veteran, because he has the pedigree, because he has that dog they may not need. If it doesn't go right, I've watched this before, and you've watched it before, and Minnesota becomes the template. It becomes the swatch. It becomes the comparable of what can happen. So
1: that's why I'm bringing it up. And we'll see. I I agree with you. I think, you know, by opting out, he's going to either get more money from Golden State. He may already know that the Pistons uh, could be that second bidder. And I I think it's the only place he can go without looking like, hey, man, he's turning his back on Golden State. He comes back to Michigan. I think he's the guy, you know, with Ivy, with Cunningham, when you look at their youth, uh, his leadership uh, on the court, off the court. And Ken Monty Williams. Uh, step back and allow Draymond to kind of run the team outside of coaching it, right?
0: I I think he can, but my question is, how long is that going to last? What happens when it doesn't go right? And nothing against Draymond. I love Draymond, but sometimes his decision-making can be questioned. Is that fair?
1: Yeah, Draymond's had some, you know, you go Jordan Poole in the practice, and you can, you know, look at uh, some of the shots to the – uh, lower midsection. I I I yeah, uh, yeah but I, I kinda look at I kinda look at when you when you brought Rashid Wallace when Larry Brown and uh, the Pistons' front office did, and everybody in the league thought this guy was out of control, ticking time bomb, and how big of a piece he was for the Pistons. But the Pistons, at the time, were close to winning, and they're not there right now, and I get the comparison yeah, you're making at, with Draymond.
0: On, looking, looking, look at the roster that they had, man. I know. Had leaders already on it. And I know. Wallace was there. I get that. Rip was there. Charlie, that's totally different than the Detroit team. Totally different.
1: Well, you know, it's, it, does Draymond want to come home? I know he's close to his family. I know he's close to his, so... Uh, you're going to be you know, an hour and a half from East Lansing. He's going to be, you know, maybe two hours to Saginaw, if that. Up seventy-five on the east side of our state, I, and it's his choice. Yeah,
0: I would say this. I, I think that's a two-part answer. And without even talking to him, so I'm being very speculative. I think we both are because we haven't really had a conversation right, when right. he wants to come or not. But I will say this: I think yes, he does, but maybe not right now. I think he would love to end his career there. But if he feels he has three or four more years left and he can play it out, too, while being in Golden State and the offer for Detroit will still be there in a couple of years and he could, you know, test out the market depending on what type of contract he signed and when he can opt out of certain situations inside of that contract, he may want to end up then in, in Detroit then, after they've established themselves, after they made the playoffs and can't get out the first round, you know, or maybe get to the second round. He's like, you know what, I can be the missing piece when I go there then as opposed to making it now, because I don't think Draymond is looking at this contract as his final retirement contract. I think he's probably looking at whatever he signs with this one, that the next one, or the extension of this current one that he signs will be his retirement, and then he'll look to end his career in Detroit. So, does that make sense? Yeah, it it does. he, He likes to get there, but probably not Right now, I don't think he decides right now, he's looking at this as his final destination. And that's but right. It, but right. two years from now, yeah, I'll go there. I can yeah. tie
1: it in, you know. That's why if I'm the Pistons and, you know, they need to start drawing in downtown Detroit, they overpaid for money. If you throw Draymond so much money, he couldn't say no, and you still get that three, four good years out of him as Cade Cunningham and Ivy and Duran and these youngsters, I think the youngest team in the NBA is they grow- uh, and you're a hometown guy or a home state guy. I, there, there's a lot of outside there, but I get the business side of it on staying with Golden State. Uh, before I let you go, let's uh, move on to a couple of other players. Uh, Beal going to the Suns, I kind of don't get that. They already have one of those guys in Phoenix and Booker, they have Durant. Is there a new NBA rule coming out that three basketballs will be allowed per team in game? <laughs>
0: Thank you. Well, I, it, it depends on what they want from it. And you just made a great thing about the basketball decision versus the business decision. Uh, you know, unless things start to get toxic and personalities start to clash, you know, whether they win or lose, and people are going to lock in watching watch you Phoenix play basketball. And that's probably going to be a great windfall for them monetarily. You know, once the NBA schedule comes out, if those three are still on the same team, if they're still on Phoenix, you're going to see them have more nationally televised games in Denver. You know, they could probably have more national televised games than Golden State, probably more than the Lakers. They're going to be the must-see TV. So from a money standpoint, and, you know, when they travel east, everybody's going to want to see Phoenix. So from a money standpoint, I get it. From a basketball standpoint, we don't know if it's going to work, especially when it comes in the playoff time. You have to go up against teams that are built to defeat you, especially after seeing what you're capable of during the regular season. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't know if it's three basketballs or it's basketball movement. Um, you're looking at two players in, 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 in um, uh, 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 Bradley Beal and uh, Dev Booker who do not have rings. And, you know, I don't think Kevin feels that he has to win a ring. He'll get one. But how is that determination going to make itself work over the course of 82 with guys that are hungry, hungry, hungry. Uh, with a guy who's like, eh, you know, I'm good without one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I'm, I'm not as desperate to get one as you all are. I got two. I got two Finals MVPs. I don't, I don't know how that's going to, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting. I'm not saying, I don't know. It's going to be interesting how that matches up with those three. So it may not be three basketballs necessary. It may be two, but the fight for those two might be a struggle if they don't have anybody to organize you know and that's where Chris Paul comes in and I hate to say this too about that uh, they really really gonna rely on um, what you call it to run point for them what's my man's name that backup
1: who was it I, I did not know Paul played so much uh, Cameron Cameron
0: Payne Cameron Payne Is Cameron yeah. Payne going to be the guy who you hand the ball over to to run your squad in order for you to win a championship or you gonna have like De facto point guard in Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, who are showing at times he can at least, you know, I don't know if he can run an offense, but he can at least bring the ball up the court and ignite an offense. And Dev could probably do the same thing, but you're asking them all three to do two things simultaneously. And I don't know how that's going to get you, I don't know how you're going to work that out during the course of the season and then have to go through playoffs against teams that are, you know, on paper, well, they may be more organized than you are or just as good as you happen to be on the whole. I don't know how you... I, like, I don't even know how you beat Denver without having some type of structure at the point guard position if your point guards are being run by committee. I don't know how that beats Denver. You know what I'm saying? In the seven-game series. So, that could be a problem, too.
1: Yeah, they, they seem like a team that, uh, you know, losing the coach, you blame the coach, you move on Paul, I... I just don't see it, but you know, I don't think the super team concept is the way to go. And you know, you look at Denver, and they kind of still have that team mantra. Uh, we'll talk more down the road. Scoop, always great to have you. Uh, heard statewide in Michigan talking basketball, NBA draft on Thursday. We'll check in during the summer. Okay, my man. All uh, right,
0: hey, let me ask you one question real quick: Does Draymond stay if Clayton, uh, if uh, Jordan Poole stays there?
1: Oh, where are they going to get all that money to pay everybody? And you got Clay. I mean, it's Clay the odd guy out. If Poole stays and Draymond and Steph stay, right? I,
0: the fact that at the end of the season when they lost, that seemed to come out as something that was problematic that never got settled within the Golden State organization. They all said that yeah, that that punch, the thing between Draymond and, and, and Jordan, never worked itself out. So my thing is, if you have a chance to get Draymond Green and that happens to be a problem, do you stay there if he's still there?
1: Hmm. I don't know. Hey, I, I, that, that, yeah, that would be inside the locker room, inside the organization, on what the vibe still is between Poole and Draymond. Scoop, I got to get to a network, ahead, T.O. You I just want
0: to throw that out. What's we'll
1: up, man. All right, we will, man. Scoop Jackson, just a good guy.
0: Everything huge, 24-7, at thehugeshow.net.
3: At Mercantile Bank, we understand that different businesses have different needs. That's why our team of business specialists take the time to understand your business, your goals, and your objectives. We provide tailored solutions and innovative products, all delivered locally. So when you're ready to work with a partner who understands your unique business needs, call us. We're here and ready to put the wheels in motion. To learn more, visit us online at mercbank.com business, and let's make dreams a reality. Member FDIC.
2: He hasn't made a putt all day, but if he makes this one, we're all cracking a Labatt. Hold it, did you say if your buddy makes this putt, we're all cracking a Labatt? How about a Labatt blue light? Uh, yeah. Hey, buddy,
0: you can do it! It's a left-to-right break, just outside the cup, a touchdown hill. Appreciate the support. You guys mind if I putt now? Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure.
2: Best putt ever.
4: Because making the big shot is better with a big crowd. Labatt takes everything to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, 2023, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. All rights reserved. Labatt regulations, U.S. trademark of Labatt Brewing Company, Limited.
0: Hey, buddy, where's my Labatt blue light? He made the putt for crying out loud.
2: I want my Labatt blue light.
0: You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports
1: Network. We are back live across Michigan. 19 radio stations strong for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Always has a smile on his face, which usually means that I do something wrong. Superfly, I got guests in here. I got Lene Satterley from Purple Community, Van Andel Institute. I got Don Kern,
4: legendary marathoner. He's ran every... Have you ran every marathon in the world? No, but I've done all seven continents five times and... Uh, you know, all, all seven continents five times? Yeah, and all the states like three times. So what's a marathon?
1: Because we're going to talk about the Grand Rapids Marathon and also Van Andel Institute's connection uh, with their teams that have run in Berlin and Chicago and New York and the Honolulu Marathon, which sounds like something pretty cool at the end of the year. But So what, what marathon is still on your wish list?
4: <laughs> well, actually, I've got one this fall. I'm planning on doing uh, the end of November down in Panama City. And then take a boat through the canal and then run all the way from the Atlantic to the Pacific just to say I did. Oh, wow. Oh, damn. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the heat, wondering how I'm going to get to my car in the parking garage two
1: blocks <laughs> away. Donnie, how, how, how long? Uh, is it so 26 and a half? Is that it's what 26. it is? 26.2 miles is a regular I've got to be specific with yeah. Don Kern. Numbers got to be real. There you you ever run like a jungle marathon? Like through like wild animals, I, chasing well, and I, stuff? Not,
4: I've 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 run some that was hot enough to be in the jungle down in Costa Rica. It was like hotter than heck, and and uh, you know I've pretty much done them in in the jungle. I've done them at the North Pole. I've, you know, it's like I've North Pole? I've gone for both extremes of temperature. polar bear ever chased you during the. We didn't see any polar bears. I was marathon I was North Pole, really kind of hoping I'd see one, but we didn't see any yeah, bears. I, I so what what summer the North Pole like summer? Yeah, it's thirty 20, degrees. Twenty five. No, it's twenty five below. And you um, ran the marathon twenty five. Yeah, we below? were we were in crazy, like March and uh yeah, we were we were pretty bundled up. Twenty five below twenty six point two miles. Yeah. With Possible polar bears in the midst. well, yeah. The polar bears were leaving us alone pretty much, oh, but we nice. never saw yeah, them because they're, they're
1: full. They've already eaten enough yeah, seals. Had so they, enough. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't want to chase you. I just needed to be faster than at least one other wow. guy. That's all I had to do. So, so, what's number one on the checklist beyond Panama City?
4: Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm looking at maybe trying to finish the states another time. I've done. I've only got like nine states to do my fourth time around the states, and you know, little stuff there. Um, wow. Trying to, trying to, I'm, you know, I've had both knees replaced, so I'm a little bit. Uh, How old are you now? I'm 67. Wow,
1: man! I'll, I'll and, think um, of you when I walk that two blocks to the parking well, garage tonight. Man. I will, Don. Uh, <laughs> I'll feel a kindred spirit. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Wow, 67. And Lene Satterley is with. Uh, the Purple Community Van Andel Institute, their teams connected to Marathon. So, Don, I know you're a big part of the Grand Rapids Marathon coming up
4: in October. So, where's the connection there to the Purple Community and Van Andel Institute? Well, well, what was happening is we've had you know fundraisers come in, bring runners in to raise money for their charities and so on. But this year, Van Andel Institute has joined us. As one of our charity partners, and so um, we had one of our one of the guys on the staff is actually running Chicago through them, and he said, "Hey, we should hook up for Grand Rapids." And so he got a hold of Lynne, and and the next thing you know, um, you know, Van Andel Institute is uh, bringing runners to Grand Rapids this year. So and so the uh, team the team concept that you know we've been partners with Dave and Carol Van Andel
1: Institute for a long time. And I think their teams began with the Chicago Marathon and then New York, and it keeps growing and now bringing it home here to the Grand Rapids Marathon in October. Uh, Lene, let's talk about the Purple Community, Van Andel Institute, and this team marathons and how people can be a part of it.
3: Absolutely. So the Purple Community, so we're a grassroots network where we bring together dedicated volunteers and community members who do fundraisers for us, and we connect individuals, teams, schools, and businesses to the resources they need to help us join the fight against cancer and Parkinson's and other diseases. So one aspect of that would be the marathon teams. So the marathon, marathon teams are huge in, for charity partners in the running community, especially some of the really big sought-after races that are hard to get into. You don't get in, you join a charity team. Uh, so you've got runners who are raising money while they race. So they're fundraising for us. Um, the, the beauty of the Grand Rapids Marathon is it's a great opportunity for local runners who kind of want to get their dip their toes into fundraising a little bit, little bit who haven't done it before. The minimum they have to fundraise is $500, um, which is not a huge amount. And for that, they get a welcome kit with VAI Marathon team gear. They get their free race entry. They get an opportunity for some pre- or post-race activities. Um, They get a complimentary membership to the local RunGR running club um, for training purposes, fundraising tips. And we also have a Facebook and Strava page, so they get this opportunity to collaborate with all the runners from the marathon teams and share stories and interact with each other.
1: So what's the easiest way for someone listening right now across Michigan? We're in 19 cities Uh, If they want to be a part of a marathon team, whether it's the Grand Rapids Marathon or Honolulu or Chicago or New York, uh, the easiest way is just Google Purple Community.
3: So honestly, go to VAI.org and then just search Marathon Team and it'll bring you to the link. Chicago, Berlin, and New York, our spots are sold out, but we have spots on Grand Rapids, and we also have spots on Honolulu, so if you just have this craving in December to get to somewhere tropical and warm, uh, you can sign up for the December 10 Honolulu Marathon Team and fundraise for that. The minimum for that is $1,500. There's still plenty of time for both of these races. You're not too late in the game to get your training going, but they can Google them, or go to VAI.org, search Marathon Team, and on there, you click on Grand Rapids Marathon, and... Fill out the information that you're interested, and then we take over from there and send you what you have to do next if you want to join the team.
1: Uh, So, Don, uh, the Grand Rapids Marathon, I know we've talked a couple times over the years. Uh, I'm waiting. I know we have the Riverbank run in May, but I've been waiting for the Grand Rapids Marathon to maybe go next level. Uh, The growth has been substantial. I know the pandemic kind of hit the reset button for a lot of people. Uh, Where's the Grand Rapids Marathon at today? And I know partnering with Van Andel Institute and their commitment to community and Parkinson's and cancer research and uh, what the Van Andel family has done, what they do today and what they'll do in the future, I think is a huge boost. Um, for the Grand Rapids Marathon. But let's talk about well, uh, the growth.
4: Well I think so. You know, we started out with nine hundred and seventy people the the first year out in at Millennium Park. And when in 2004. was 2004. So wow. This is year twenty, and we're looking at being back to pre COVID levels and then maybe even a little above this year. Uh we'll be somewhere in the neighborhood of four thousand people. And uh so it's it's a really good size event for a, for a fall marathon, especially there are a lot of marathons going on in the fall over the country and which means that we're kind of competing with a lot of marathons but it's marathon season and so we'll have we'll have people from almost every state here a couple different countries will be here we usually get a good contingency from canada coming over or contingent from canada um and so you know we have a lot of people coming in, but we've also got the the 50 States Club. They're holding. They're using Grand Rapids as their fourth quarter reunion race this year. So we'll get a lot of 50 Staters in. And that means people who have run people in every are, state. Yeah, they're, they either run in every state or they've they're working on. How, it how's that United Alaska state. Marathon
1: 26.2 with the bears and the wolves?
4: Well, Alaska is pretty cool. You know, in fact, I've been to Anchorage a couple, well, three times now for marathons. And the moose. Uh, I want to. Let's not leave them I, I've, I've, awesome. seen, I've, seen, I've seen, seen moose during that. marathons. Yeah. And, any um, bear grizzly bears no i didn't see any bears but but you know there's a lot of people you just right? got to be in front of other people who aren't yeah you fast gotta you. yeah and i'm not very fast anymore <laughs> so i kind of worry about that a little bit so um, but uh, but yeah i'm i'm you know it's excited to to see them all over the from people from all over the country We've, So, so someone wants to be a part of the grand rapids marathon let's say maybe they've you
1: know they've ran and made downtown on the riverbank they're looking to run again, uh, this Grand Rapids Marathon, especially with Van Andel Institute partnering with them, just uh, takes it next level.
4: Uh, how can they be a part of it? Uh, it's, it's really easy, grandrapidsmarathon.com, and um, you just you go out to our website, registration's open, and um, you know there's lots of opportunities out there. We have a marathon, we have a half marathon. If you just want to get your feet wet, get four friends and do the relay. and You, know, you have a five-person relay, it's between four and, and uh, seven miles and on the leg. And uh, so, you know, anybody can just jump in the middle of it. we love And Don, isn't, isn't
3: the, also on the Marathon page, I forgot to even mention this, but there's a link directly on the Marathon team for the charity partners so people can yeah. go there.
1: To VAI.org, they, right?
3: They can Well, they can click on the Grand Rapids Marathon website, and under Charity Partners, there's a link to the VAI.org directly to the Marathon Grand yeah. Rapids yeah. So team page. The so they
1: can be a part
4: of the team and so fundraise, they, right? Absolutely, absolutely. We love know, to have that. You know, the, the charities bring a real nice aspect to it because they're doing stuff. For for, for for other people. They're not just getting themselves healthier. They're they're building team, and they're doing stuff for the community. VAI.org, uh, right on the Van Andel Institute Purple
1: yes. Community side, the team marathons. Yes, or? All uh, the links there, or GrandRapidsMarathon.com. Grand Rapids Don Kern, uh, Lene mm-hmm. Satterley uh, from the Purple Community Van Andel Institute. Thank you so much. Quick Thank conversation. Been... Don, yeah. I could talk to you for hours. Thank you for coming. We'll, we'll do it I want sometime. the animal stories. Yeah, we'll get We'll, we'll, get we'll that. We'll, we'll talk about all the stories and all the marathons you ran. Lene, Don, enjoy your races, okay? Appreciate Thanks, it. Thank Thank yeah, VAI.org and Grand Rapids GrandRapidsMarathon.com. And I do love uh, VAI teaming up with the Grand Rapids Marathon. I think that will be a huge... Partnership. Now, if you've missed any of these interviews, all show, all week, the last month, and beyond, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Simple and easy. Just search the Huge Show where you download podcasts and catch up and listen on your schedule. Just search The Huge Show. Big, bad, huge.